0: Welcome back to another episode of Unmasked Thoughts, a podcast where we unmask the thoughts of inspirational individuals. I'm Janice and I'll be the host of this podcast. I'm joined today with my co-host, Chris. Hello. Clara. Hello. King. Hello. And Steph. Hi everyone. And of course, our guest today, Kimmy an entrepreneur author artist and a model so Kimi before we dive deeper into the questions could you uh, introduce yourself to the audiences
1: okay hi everyone i'm Nora Shikin uh, but you can call me Kimi i'm 30 years old this year i'm working as a business development executive in a e-learning uh, company uh, which we collaborated with e-cornell uh, Cornell University Uh, I also own my own manufacturing fragrance business in Singapore. So yeah, that's about me. And I have a spinal cord injury.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for sharing Kimmy. Um, So you mentioned that you have a spinal cord injury and I read that you met a hit and run accident when you were 17. Do you mind sharing with us what happened?
1: Okay, uh, basically, I was. uh, it was after work. I was working late night, and uh, my other friends invited me to go fishing because uh, that's when you get the best fishes. I mean, late night, you know. So Uh, one of my friends invited me and uh, picked me up uh, with his motorbike. And as we were about to move uh, to our destination, a drunk driver out of nowhere came to... I mean, he was speeding, and he eventually hit uh, me from the back. As a pilon, I was I wasn't able to see who is coming from the back or the yeah. side, right? So yeah, uh, I actually fractured my spinal cord, T three T four column, and I'm waist down paralyzed.
0: Mm, so sorry to hear about what happened. Could you share with us, um, after this incident happened, how did it? affect your life like how did you change like your lifestyle and the whole perspective of life
1: Uh, I learned how to appreciate life to the fullest because to me at that point I feel I felt like I was given a second chance to live and uh, it really shows me that even I became a differently able or a disability I have a disability already I feel like I really have a lot of respect for the people who have a disability because I didn't I wasn't in their shoes back then and w- when I was and, and still am. I, I learned how to appreciate the simplest thing in life, you know?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so now being in the shoes of a differently able, um, could you perhaps share with the listeners what are some of the downtimes that you face?
1: The downtime is like um not able to finish my daily routine uh fast, like, like how I used to walk like, okay, for example, I want to go and take my shower and stuff. It's pretty simple just go in shower finish go out (laughs) like for me i have to transfer my i go in the wheel uh, the toilet right which is actually not a wheelchair friendly like the door is not wide enough so Mm. renovation has to be made once that was done i'm able to go in but i cannot transfer to the toilet bowl so another thing another obstacle you see so there's a lot of obstacle for me just to take a shower or just to do the simplest thing but i managed to do it because with the help of my physiotherapies and the occupational therapies to teaching me from A to Z, uh, I feel like uh, it's better like, Without them, I think I I'm, I'm I would be laying down on bed uh, till now, <laughs> not doing anything.
0: Yeah, it's definitely important to get the support as well yes um and you know when you face all these difficulties and these struggles has it affected your mental health in any way
1: yeah it did um i was uh, depressed for uh, a while it wasn't at the point when i was paralyzed uh when i was paralyzed i came my dad told me two weeks after the accident he told me that oh you, you can no longer walk again i told him it's okay uh, I, I still got lot of life to live for and i was very bubbly and i still am and i'm very inspired by everyone and i still don't really let anything let me down but uh after my sister got married i think several years later i suddenly (laughs) fall into depression because i thought i lost like my best friend you know like um, Mm -hmm. who i hang out with every day and stuff like that so i it affected me badly i i was depressed and I did some stuff which i well, i'm not proud of it la i did attempted uh, suicide i took a bunch of pills and stuff like that and my dad and mom found me uh they brought me to this uh, sungai bulo hospital and uh, i was in icu for two days and i woke up after and my sister told me to that she was pregnant uh, then after that i like ah. What, what did I do? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it, it Thanks so much
0: for sense. sharing that. Yes, it's definitely you. not easy to share that. Thanks for sharing it with us. And how did you rise back up after facing um, these mental health challenges?
1: Uh, I told myself that since my sister was pregnant back then, right? I told myself that uh since i don't love myself enough or what i should learn to appreciate myself and learn to learn my uh, love myself and i want to live for my nieces i want to do everything for them i want to watch them grow up and if i were to to take away my life, and my nieces wouldn't even know that uh, Auntie Ashikin existed. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah.
0: Um. Aside from that, uh, were there any, for example, uh, things that you <laughs> did, for example, like modeling in Don Management? Did that mm. help you a lot? Could you share about that, like your modeling journey?
1: Uh, yeah, it, it helped me gain more confidence in myself because I was managed to work for one of the complete accomplishment uh, in Dawn was to work for Selangor Fashion Week oh, uh, it wow. was yeah it was very very well I was very touched that I was uh, being selected because not everyone get to walk in uh, Selangor Fashion Week It, it again uh, I met I get to meet uh, new people new clients and uh, they're all very supportive when uh, Dawn management came up with this uh, line you know because not many um, disability or um differently able community uh, have this modeling agency. So I think mm. they're the first one, they are the first one in Malaysia. So I'm, re- I'm very I'm very proud to be a part with them, you
0: know. Yeah, I've heard so mm-hmm. much about dawn management and it's really nice how they're creating such an inclusive environment um yeah. in Malaysia. Um, so, what would be your views on being a differently-abled model?
1: My views uh, uh, on being... Uh, because uh, to me, it's like being different and unique. Uh, not many people know that actually uh, being disabled, uh, having a disability uh, or differently able, you actually can also pursue your dream, not only being a model or you can do a lot of things. Uh, I feel like it's... Um, it's a good opportunity for and everyone uh, to try to gain experience. Try if you don't like modelling, also why not just try? You never know that actually you would be very good at it. You know, yeah. actually yeah. I came across uh I came across uh Dawn Agency uh Dawn Management Agency also from their Facebook uh, post back then in two thousand and eighteen, uh, because I joined uh, Miss Miss Wheelchair Queen. 2018, the guy was telling me, "Oh, do you know that there's an agency for, uh, people with uh, disability?" Then I said, "Ah, really? Okay." Then I, I went back and excitedly go on Google, you know, you know, like <laughs> go and Google and apply. <laughs>
0: That's really nice. Um, yeah. I w- I read you also won Miss Wheelchair Queen 2018, right? Ah uh, yes, I did. <laughs> can you share with us about that experience?
1: Yes, I can. When I first joined, uh, actually. It was being forced, forced, and being persuaded to join because they say you should actually represent. You know, represent the community. Try and next, maybe the following year, people will actually be encouraged and inspired to challenge themselves. So I tried. Uh, after listening to my friends and family, I did try, and the journey was. I I don't have a lot of uh, uh, PWDs friends back then. I was actually. Working all the way, no no life, just work only. <laughs> then after being exposed to this uh, Miss Wheelchair Queen, I gained a lot of friends uh, on the wheelchair uh, from Sabah as well. Uh, so it's like we all still keep on contact. Like whenever everyone uh, falls into depression or what, we will just talk to them, you know, have a learning, a le- like, like have a hearing ear, like give them your thoughts and advice. It's actually quite good you know to still be in contact with everyone
0: that's really nice it's like a nice um close-knit community that you yeah. have yeah um you mentioned that you know joining uh miss Wheelchair queen actually helps you to to bring light to the representation of the differently abled community how do you think this representation can be further brought to light i think that for one
1: like dawn is uh, dawn management is doing they actually get a lot of models to represent their clothing line or to represent clients from everyone's perspective they will say, oh uh people with disability or uh, differently able is actually more capable to show off their capabilities uh why are we isolating them or rejecting them from the start they are they should be included this is what inclusivity is all about you know
0: um so you mentioned about people saying that you know why are these um, differently able sometimes not included could you share some of the stigmas that um you think society has on the differently able community
1: uh some of the stigmas that i've heard lah okay uh i like uh di- differently able are not really independent and always need help you know constantly and uh like they are more comfortable being with their own own kind like only uh, like you know like okay use with okay use only like you know the one to mix around with uh, able-bodied people or uh, some like uh they cannot have a happy life. They won't get married. They cannot have a sexual relationship and some sort. These are what I heard and I feel like actually it's not really true. People should actually, uh, should not be stigmatized by what you assume. People should actually learn, uh, educate themselves first, maybe about a person injury. If you're maybe dating one person on a wheelchair, maybe a spinal cord injury, maybe learn the the facts about, okay, they can do this, they cannot do this a certain way or it could be done this way or maybe visit the doctor and have a talk with the doctor, you know, just educate yourself as a person and once you educate yourself, you actually can share it with other people. Yeah, yeah.
0: education and understanding as well.
1: Yes, everyone should um, have the ability, I mean everyone should actually google and do their own research before like attacking people or you know Mm. just stereotyping people you know i
0: understand Mm. and just now you mentioned that you know um one of the stigmas is that the oku uh, community they would like to stick to each other do you think this stigma exists because um sometimes society doesn't treat them well like could you share with us your Mm. experience on how does how do people treat you as a differently abled person to me everyone
1: i know or everyone i met is actually very kind to me they do not put this stigma on me i I don't know why but i'm actually i don't know how to say this but i get along very well with everyone so they don't have this uh, stigma against me or or on me Uh, I, i tell them straight uh what needs to be or if they don't understand or if they ask me oh can you get pregnant ah? you cannot get pregnant right like that you know it's just a uh, example then I will just educate them yes I can get pregnant like this like that you know it's all about questions and answer lah. if you you question me I'll give you an answer if you just quiet then no point <laughs> I mean you won't know anything
0: it's so nice to know that um, you have been uh, receiving a lot of support and the people around you are really nice as well Um, Mm -hmm. How do you think, for example, um, I I know that the differently abled community, sometimes they feel that people don't treat them well. So how do you Mm -hmm. think we can perhaps educate the public to know how to like, communicate with the differently able community?
1: To me, I actually given a talk about that recently, a few weeks back. Actually, we should uh, have a visual classes since CMCO right, right now. Uh, yeah, uh, We can have Zoom calls and stuff like that to educate people in the workplace or people in the public uh, how to communicate with people with uh, disability, what to say and what not to say, what how to give a helping hand, go an extra mile if you want. Uh, some people do one, but it's up to you entirely, up to an individual. So uh, one of the thing is maybe instead of people uh, calling people crazy, uh, maybe you don't use that word crazy, the term. I know it may sound like normal. Are you crazy? Are you like you know it's normal, mm. right? But maybe if you have someone, uh, instead of using that terms, right, um, and which is pretty normal to us, uh, maybe we uh, include people with uh, disability or differently able. Try to sit down and think what if you're in that situation and you maybe are sensitive, okay? Uh, and hearing that words, what what, what, what what, would that make you feel? So try to avoid all this, you know, like we want everyone to feel welcome even being at home uh, while talking to you. Just be like inclusive lah, you know like be respectful and kind and humble as a human being
0: <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure like um, a lot of people not sure what to say like what to avoid what's mm. sensitive as well so maybe you could share with us like a few to like educate us as well as our listener
1: common common ones like crazy uh like it's actually simple lah, like uh, those simple phrase that we use among ourselves and colleagues. You're not fast enough, lah, you this lah, uh in your work or something like that. But but to other people, I mean like uh, differently able, they they're quite sensitive. Sometimes also I also get sensitive when my boss tell me off. <laughs> uh, why didn't you use your brain? huh can't you use your critical thinking? Uh something like that. But it's actually pretty normal to get scolded by your boss lah, because that's your work, right? But sometimes, uh, like, I'm very angry, uh, you know? I get mm. sensitive. <laughs> but actually, it's normal, uh, you know? Sometimes it's the pressure at work and stuff like that. What mm.
0: about um, when you were out in the crowd? Have you ever experienced, like, being stared at by other people?
1: Uh, I did. Uh, when I first got through the years of my accident, like, uh, four or five years, uh, mm. everywhere I went, I get stared at uh, because I actually have a very big scar here. My injury uh, was very bad. I had uh, internal bleeding. I had chest tubes. I, uh, my, my chin was out. Uh, it came out. Uh, my here got uh, fifty cent coins damage, and here it, it also came out. At the point of time in the hospital, I thought it was like. Water, why is that like so much water? Because actually, I was mm-hmm. drowned in blood and I made my injury worse by, ah, why so wet lah, you know? <laughs> why so wet? I made, I, I even like tarik it, you know, like that. But it's, it became worse lah. It made me like have like a double chin. But it's actually based on how they sew it, doesn't really matter lah. And here, the scar until now, it's still here and it's very big. So, I I, I put on a bit of makeup and I go out lah. Back then, okay, back to the your question. Back then I, I used to get stared a lot. Um not being on the wheelchair specifically uh, is because of my scar. And I get very insecure about my scar. I asked my sister, how uh, I want to go plastic surgery, you know, like um maybe make it nicer, take a part of my leg skin and put it here. Then I read, like, oh, you know, sometimes after the plastic surgery it will be more worse. <laughs> so I, I I learned to accept it and like. Uh, don't care what people say. Lah, just, uh, If people stare, if I'm on the wheelchair or not, just let them stare. <laughs>
0: mm. um, um, can try loving ourselves and accept ourselves.
1: I would like say, wow, I'm so famous, man. Come here, you know. Yeah.
0: So experiencing all of this, right, I'm sure it took a bit of toll on your mental health as well. Like, for example, how um, people stare at you and how they may say things. Um, could you perhaps share, how do you take care of your mental health? To
1: take care of my mental health? I Nowadays, uh, I mean, like ever since I attempted that that thing, which I didn't regret because I learned and grew from it, uh, I would talk to someone. I would talk to my sisters or maybe if I don't trust my sister, I would talk to my best friend. <laughs> you know, siblings sometimes fight. <laughs> so yeah, I, I will talk to my friends. I will actually... Uh, exercise, uh, I, I make um, a daily routine where I would have to exercise for at least 20 to 30 minutes a day. Uh, even though I I was actually uh, 86 kg back then, and now I'm 57, I actually just make myself sweat. And after exercising, you just feel good, you know, like you, you aim to do more the for the next exercise because you see results. Uh, That is part of uh, being sure that you accept yourself, like mental health, you know, drink a lot of water, go out, go spend time with your family and friends. Uh, I also like to say that uh, if you feel like you have a severe depression or just someone you can talk to and you can't talk to your friends, then you should just go and see a counsellor or a psychiatrist. There's no harm in seeing them uh, because they do help you with your mind and if you really if if there's nothing to be helped they will just give you a medication but you do not need to be in a long run medication. it's just a short while and no shame in having help you know and ask for help there's no shame in asking for help i mean everyone including uh people with disability need help uh, along the way in life so why not just ask help don't be ashamed.
0: If you don't mind sharing, just now you mentioned that it's also important to seek professional help if we really need it. Um, yes. did you personally seek professional help?
1: I did. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, seek uh, I did talk to a psychiatrist. Uh, back then, after my attempted suicide. But I mean, like certain psychiatrists are very good. <laughs> like I did have one in Singapore, which is very good and. Malaysia which is also good but the one I had was in uh, a certain hospital which did me nothing (laughs) so uh, I only went to visit her twice and I said you know what I'm just gonna do it on my own Um, so I listened to a lot of law of attraction since back then uh, a lot of uh, self-help books I read Uh, I'm like very impressed by Everyone, uh, okay, like people in disability, I'm very impressed by their uniqueness and um, how they cope with life. So I, I tend to pick up all these things and um, learn from myself. Mm-hmm. So that helps me a lot in my own way. La. Mm-hmm.
0: It's really nice that you had the drive to kind of pull yourself out um, mm-hmm. to, to get back up. How do you think you actually built that drive to get back up? Mm, because I want to live.
1: Uh, I want to live a life with full of surprises and challenges. And uh, to achieve my goals, I just want to keep living like how I was before. I don't want just because something happened to me and I should actually give up, No, that, that it's not me. Uh, if it's someone else also, I would try to help them to see the light. The light like, okay, if you don't want to do this, maybe do this instead. Uh, a little bit. Some people. I I have been talking to a few people. Uh, last time in rehab, they don't even want to feed themselves or uh, sit up on bed. From me talking and giving them the perspective of life, what do you want to live for? You know, and stuff like that. Slowly, you can see the difference. Of after a month, he decided to sit down <laughs> on the bed, but doesn't really matter on the bed or where, and then feed himself. So. He, there's a change, you know? There's a change that he wants to improve in his life, that he he he's actually, like every other human being, we all have Im- ambitions and stuff like that. So all of us want to do it independently, right? But at times, you do need a push or help first for a certain amount of time. Like last time, also, the nurses in the hospital helped me for the three months. I wasn't able to turn myself, so nurses have to turn me every two hours. Uh, and I'm using uh, like adult pampers, uh, diapers instead of going to the toilet, you know, because all this shocked my body for not doing anything. <laughs> like I cannot really, being paralyzed, you can't really do the stuff that you did. Like you want to go toilet, mm. you want to pee and stuff, all is different. Like for me, I have to do self uh different ways la, to do everything. It gets the job done, but slightly delay a bit, maybe add additional 10 minutes, but it's okay. <laughs> At, at least I,
0: progress.
1: Yeah, at least I can I, I'm able to do it myself, but it doesn't matter if it takes one hour, if I'm able to do myself, I do it myself. <laughs> I just make time. Okay, I must wake up this time. <laughs> you know? Um
0: just now you shared that um you actually listened to a lot of inspirational uh, people um and read a lot of self-help books and videos. Would you mind sharing with our listeners who are some of your favorite inspirational figures? Actually,
1: there's a lot, and I do not keep track of <laughs> their name. Uh, I have this guy. Oh my god, I can't remember his name right now. Um okay, but I I, I, I want to share with you this book that I read. Uh, and uh it's from Ken Ken Honda. Uh, he's a Japanese guy. Uh he actually let you appreciate money when it's coming in and coming out so when you're paying uh, a starbucks coffee which costs like 18 dollars, and you pay with a 20 bucks and you get your two ringgit back uh in right you arigato your money in and arigato your money out like you appreciate everything that's coming in and out everything is a blessing in and out once you do that it's like a positive uh, cycle that you uh, appreciate money and not just necessarily money and appreciate life and all the good things will come to you eventually do you, you, do you get like do you know law of attraction as well right law of attraction yeah. is like the positive things you think uh, it will come back to you but the more negative thoughts you have, the more negative things will happen to you in future so it's like like that uh.
0: Like These, what are, I mean, this is what,
1: mm-hmm. Yes, every day, mm-hmm. daily. Yeah, uh, I uh, I will wake up and tell myself that uh I'm gonna be this. I'll achieve this. I'll do, do, do this for the end of the year. And since I tend to forget that, right? I actually did a vision board and I put on my computer screen. You know, the screensaver, saver, the, the screen mm. thing. So once I open it mm-hmm. only, uh, that's the thing. I have to spend ten minutes meditating and visualizing that i will get all this i'm happy to say that uh in my vision board almost about 20 or 25 things i've already achieved 20 but i need another five more things to achieve like you know wow. but you, you 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 can't be visualizing and not doing anything like you have to have hard work also that's really nice
0: <laughs> that's very really nice yeah. Um, just now, you shared about one of your favorite books, and I understand that you actually published your own book called Wheels of Success, um, and you also uh-huh. produced three music singles and one music video as well. So, could you perhaps share with us um, the journey of being an author as well as an artist? Okay, uh,
1: okay. Uh, back in, uh, I mean, like two, three years ago, uh, I was uh, staying. I was staying in Malacca. I was uh, living with my sister because she got divorced. I was helping my nieces uh, for schools and stuff uh, just to have a support system for my sister and my nieces. I was bored and I decided to like, okay, why not write a book? It's always been a dream of mine to write a book. So I actually thought of writing uh, Wheels of Success, but um, it's all about a fiction um, romance novel. (laughs) So it's actually pretty pretty like, okay, Uh, any type of romance novel it's on amazon uh, if you actually if you want the book also i can just send you the ebook later on and my three music uh video is um all about uh inspiring others inspiring myself love myself and uh i i even did one in malay is um it's called ku Tarima. It's like I accept my fate. I accept my accident, everything. Uh, what if you are in my shoe? Can you? Like, you know, it's a, it's a simple song. But um yeah, I, I love singing. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, the song is really, really nice. Like, um I actually listened to it. And I, ah. I was really inspired by the song. So, I was just curious. What is your favourite line? Like, your favourite lyrics in the entire song?
1: Yeah, the, 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 the one that I just mentioned. Kuta uh, Rima... Uh, uh, hakikatnya like I, I i i accept everything then there's this point uh, where i say can you you know uh, <laughs> like can you if you are in my situation la. um yeah.
0: since you did sing for us a bit would you mind no, singing no. for <laughs> our listeners <laughs> <laughs> i don't want <laughs> i <I'm> shy i'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> not ready <laughs> okay no worries to our listeners um just go on youtube and search for ku terima I guarantee you'll be super inspired after listening to that song. It's really, really nice and I really, really love the lyrics.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Alright, so um, besides being a model, being an artist and being an author as well, I understand that you have your own fragrance brand. Could you share with us, how is it like a day in your life? Like, how is it like every day?
1: My daily life uh, since I wake up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, like the routine. Okay, the routine is basically like Similar like you also, <laughs> you wake up, you go to work, and you come back and repeat. <laughs> right? But um, I make sure I exercise daily as well. I make sure I meditate uh, before I'm going to sleep. Sometimes uh, my meditation can be prayers. Um, before I sleep, I will always play to God. Like, okay, thank you for blessing me with this. Even though I'm, I'm having this, can you please give me the strength to uh, endure this, you know, like this is example lah, like give me the strength to face my boss, give me the strength to, <laughs> not example only lah, not, not like that, like um, give me the strength to be there for my niece physically and emotionally, even though sometimes I may be detached at the moment or isolate myself in the room uh, and work only all day and night, give me the strength or motivation to face them again like sometimes I get disappointed, like in myself if I don't achieve a certain goal, but I cannot help myself accountable for such stuff. I just have to do it a different way and uh, try to achieve it in the future. But I, I am still very proud of myself like for doing a lot of stuff that i written since January 2020, and I already achieved almost all, but just five more to go, which I don't know, can or not? Can I? <laughs> Yeah.
0: Hmm. Would your life be any different? From if the injury didn't occur to you? Like would you have not gone into modeling or would you have taken the initiative to create all this? Like what you've been doing now? I think
1: uh after getting the injury, right? Uh I did a lot of things that I wouldn't do when I was able to walk. Most probably I would be a still living with my single mother in Singapore, maybe not doing much in life, maybe just doing my O-level, then diploma and stop there and just work. And I wouldn't think of going to modeling at all. (laughs) But maybe might go into uh, pageantry because my mom was Mrs. Singapore uh, Photogenic in thousand i think when i was very young so maybe i might follow that like kepo kepo a bit you know follow your, your mom <laughs> yeah I, I i wouldn't think that i would be investing in properties and uh, having a lot of money i think i would just be in a normal person just to i mean like nine to five job and that's it or maybe have a few business here and there, that's all. <laughs> but with the injury, I think it's a blessing in disguise. God, one, I feel God gave me a second chance in life to change my entire life and to be hopeful, you know, because when my free time, I do learn like Forex, do trading, I do stocks and stuff like that. So I actually make myself useful. I don't waste time. Uh, I learn new stuff and with that new stuff, I learn I, I open another business and maybe do it in my workplace you know it, it it's better this way than rather just living for what you're you live to work you know like do something for your life you know have a legacy one day <laughs> the unique experience right yeah
0: <laughs> yeah Um, you have achieved so much um in your life and it's really inspiring so could you share with us um to to you what do you think are your greatest achievement uh my greatest achievement
1: uh in my life um is actually having my nieces (laughs) i mean like no it's not my achievement like but having them there makes me want to prove to myself that i can do more and with them there i'm i compete in a competition a pageantry whatever it is that like i want to prove to myself that i can do more even singing i told myself okay you know what i, I should do this then next time maybe they also can see like okay use pwd in a different way because i taught them from young because certain certain i'm not to say what certain kids or what i know they are just kids but they do stare at people or hey why you on the be there wake up right you know i i i did i did Get hear stories from my friend. Then I say, It's okay because they are just kids, don't take it too hard. You know, don't be I know I, I cannot, cannot say don't be sensitive, you know, to them. I said, Just don't take it too hard. Maybe they haven't learned yet what it's all about. So maybe you can educate your your nieces like that why, like this, like that, you know, like uh, from young already. I bring my nieces out uh, with other OKUs people people and i will tell them do you know why she's like that she's like this uh do you know that you are very you should be grateful that you have a a very normal life and then until uh, when i bring them out uh, they don't see oh you on the wheelchair they're like hello auntie hi they are very happy to see another human being they don't judge by their look so that is what i want other people to to be like as well uh, you know
0: that's very really, really, really nice how you constantly take the effort to educate other people as well and hopefully we'll see that happening more in our country um what yeah. would your <laughs> advice be uh, to the differently able community
1: uh my advice is like uh, to go after your dream uh if you have a certain goal just go after it if you need a little help or a little push um don't be afraid to ask for help because everyone needs help along the way like you want to be a businessman you have to be an intern first join the company and build yourself way up until you know how to uh, actually open up your own company right so these are all helps from in a different kind of a small little way that you don't see at all right actually you thought like oh, you know again my experience myself but actually people help you a lot along, along the way in life so try new experience um yeah that's right and uh, maybe reach out to the people that you trust uh, to achieve your or maybe to open your business maybe uh, get a business counselor first con uh, and then um see consultant maybe a business consultant they will consult you okay this this is that what need to be done in the business so yeah that's my advice uh. try different things gain even if you fail at least you know you tried before
0: yeah that's really nice so i know that you have achieved many great things like coming out with a book and three songs and even be the CEO of a fragrance company. What are your hopes or dreams in the next five to ten years in the modeling journey and your life?
1: In the modeling industry, maybe I hope to see more companies coming up, similar company like Adorn Management or Also being inclusive with every models, every type of disability is included. And so when a client needs a certain type of model, everyone is already there. Being inclusive in, uh, what do I say, and diversity, like based on you being different from different uh, religion or background, everyone is included. Because sometimes people may need a tudong to dong person to model for them so yeah they have choices <laughs> you know clients can be very choosy and um, yeah but then everyone is there uh, i hope that uh, in the modeling industry malaysian views will be more open open-minded and include everyone in it like you see you can see for the united states like everyone PWDs over there is actually very well known. Really, like they have no fear in coming out or coming <laughs> coming out. <sorry. laughs> I mean, like um, I have no fear. They are very confident in the market and a lot of uh disability Instagrammer got uh called out to be a, a major client in like for chanel or stuff like that so why not see that in malaysia like let me build this model to be someone out there and so other people uh, with disability also feel confident like hey, if i she can do it i can do it you know yeah, yeah that's what i I feel for my life, like, basically, I'm just all about business. Uh. <laughs> I just want to make more money so my family can be more happy.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really nice. And since I think there are no more questions from our, our co-host, um, I guess we've come to the end uh-huh. of our podcast. Uh, but before we end, Kimi, would you like to share one final key takeaway for our listeners?
1: I feel like everybody go after their dream. Uh, don't care what people say about you uh don't like if uh they say oh you cannot walk walk stand up like you know don't don't care don't bother about them you do yourself you do you you know just do yourself
0: thank you so much Kimi. and there you have it ladies and gentlemen Kimi, an entrepreneur author artist and model and of course our co-host chris clara king and steph for joining us today Thank you for listening and do stay up to date to our social media at Unmask Your Wounds on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.